0: time to wake up up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics, who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital, has reaped the rewards of government while the people have borne the cost.
0: You were tuned into His Hard Line. Welcome to the number one show many have yet to discover. Our priorities of discussion are quite simple. We put God first. We talk about good health and how to fortify our families, followed by how we restore the republic so we can have a strong nation once again. So, Patriots, so patriots assemble. assemble.
1: You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth
0: that's right ladies and gentlemen good evening good evening good afternoon and good morning wherever you're at in the world i am jason your co-host with god and jesus christ at my side because they are the host with the most they are in the captain's chair they are in charge they are at the wheel. Therefore, they are steering this ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have all of you here today at His for episode 400. It actually should be 479. I actually mistyped it. It should not be 480. It would actually have been 480 if I had done a Bible podcast, but I realized half the clocks in my house. I forgot to turn back. I realized uh, what I had done after I started scheduling my shows thinking I had an extra hour to play with and come to realize I was like, holy crap. I looked at my phone. I scheduled the first show for seven o'clock. I'm like, uh, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm like that's like in the next half hour. My like, crap. I don't have that kind of time. I said, shoot. I said, I'm going to have to freaking uh, change my clocks and delete one of these. Uh, because you know, we had just picked up my daughter from her uh, grandmother's house today. And I wanted to spend a little time with her, play a little, uh, super Mario party um on the nintendo switch and so i was like hmm. i'm like well that sucks so i had to go change some of the rest of the clocks here just to make sure we were on the same time frame you know all throughout the house but anyway <clears throat> it's actually for episode 479 here at his hard line and today's show is going to be a very to the point show it's very it's going to be a very interesting show because this is something i think everybody should pay attention to um and the title of the show is Watch for Saboteurs. Okay, Watch for Saboteurs. And and what do I mean by that? What do I mean by Watch for the Saboteurs? Well, it's interesting. Somebody that I know that's in the assembly, in the Michigan General General Assembly, they actually came across something that they forwarded to me and a couple other people. And I thought, well, this is pretty worthy to maybe discuss because I could already tell you right now that many assemblies, uh, I say many, a handful of assemblies, are dealing with some issues. What do I mean by that? When I say dealing with issues, I'm not going to get into the exact details of what those issues are, but I'm going to say this. They're issues that can definitely be fixed. Okay. There's nothing that can't be fixed, especially when you have, you know, when you have the righteous intent in your heart and you got God at your side, that's number one. So, um, hold on one second. So anyway, So I found this, uh, somebody forwarded this to me now it's on, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I post this, uh, this link in my page so you can check it out, but it's from openculture.com and there's an article there. And then I'm going to read something else. This isn't just going to be the article that I'm going to go over, but there's also something else, uh, that I'm going to read off of, which is very interesting. Um, it says right here, read. So the article says, read the CIA's Simple Sabotage Field field Manual. It's a timeless guide to subverting any organization with, and I quote, purposeful stupidity, end quote. And that was something from 1944. Now, there was a Simple Sabotage Field Manual, uh, which was a uh, part of a strategic service in the CIA. And it got declassified back in... February, what is this? February 28th, 1963. All right. And this was, let's see here in Leavenworth, Kansas, USA. So, so this is kind of interesting because what I'm about to read here. And then what I'm about to go to is something that Elon Musk, now everybody's got different feelings on Elon Musk. I get it. Okay. With especially when it comes to the whole brain plant chips and and, uh, you know, just different things, you know, his Baphomet costume, you know, I mean, yeah, he, he looks like he can be on the out surface, you know, he looks like he can be a Satanist. But let's not forget, let's not forget that the fact that these people, and when I say these people, people who want to paint good men and women up in a negative light, just remember, you could do just about anything with AI. You could do just about anything with any basic uh, video and photo manipulation program. OK, so let's not forget that. So whether Elon Musk really is a Satanist or whatever, I, I, I don't know. I can't confirm nor deny either of that. Here's what I do know. What he had posted not too long ago on his Twitter page, assuming it was him that posted it, but it was definitely on his Twitter page, What he posted was very, very interesting because I see the same tactics that he posted in this one page that I believe to either be part of the FBI or CIA field trading manual on how to sabotage an organization. Now, this article from openculture.com says, I've always admired who can successfully navigate what I refer to as Kafka's castle, which is a term of dread for the many government
2: and corporate agencies that have an inordinate amount of power over our permanent records. And that seems as inscrutable and chillingly absurd as a
0: labyrinth that the character K navigates in Kafka's last allegorical novel. Now, even if you haven't read The Castle, even if you work for such an entity, or like all of us, have regular dealings with the IRS, the healthcare, and the banking system, etc., you're well aware of the devilish incompetence and in the masquerades as due diligence and ties us all in knots. Now, why do multi-million and billion-dollar agencies seem very unable or unwilling to accomplish the simplest of tasks. Why do so many of us spend our lives in the real life bureaucratic nightmares? Satir, uh, satirized, satir, excuse me, I can't even talk today. Satirized in the like you know like you see in shows like the uh, the Office or Office Space. Now one answer comes via. From Lawrence J. Peters in 1969, satire, The Peter Principle, which offers the theory that managers and executives get promoted to the level of their incompetence. Then David Brent, like go on the ruin, their uh, respective departments. Now, the Harvard Business Review summed up disturbing recent research confirming and supplementing Peter's insights into the narcissism and overconfidence or actual sociopath sociopathy of many a government and business leader. But in addition to human failings, there's another possible reason for bureaucratic disorder. Now the conspiracy minded among us may be forgiven for assuming that in many cases, institutional incompetence is the result of a deliberate sabotage from both above and below. Now, the ridiculous inner workings of most organizations certainly make a lot more sense when viewed in the light of one set of instructions for, and I quote, purposeful stupidity, end quote, namely the once top secret simple sabotage field manual written in 1944 by the CIA's precursor, the Office of Strategic Services, the OSS. All right. Now it's declassified. It's freely available on the Department of Homeland Security's website. The manual that the agency described as surprisingly relevant was once distributed to the OSS officers abroad to assist them in
2: training citizen saboteurs in occupied countries like Norway and France. Now, such people write Rebecca Onion at Slate might already be sabotaging
0: material, machinery, or operations of their own initiative, but may have lacked the devious talent for sowing chaos that only an intelligence agency can properly master. Now, genuine laziness, arrogance, and mindlessness may surely be endemic, but the field manual asserts that purposeful stupidity is contrary to human nature and requires a particular set of skills. The citizen saboteur frequently needs pressure, stimulation or assurance and information and suggestion, suggestions regarding feasible methods of simple sabotage. Now, you can read and download the full document here. Now, I'm going to post this link on my show notes. In fact, I'll also post this link if you want to see it further. Um, oh, crap. I'm on a different computer. I'll make sure I post this link um, in... My show notes, because I'm looking at a different laptop and it's not connected to Podbean here. Um, But if you want to get a sense of just how timeless and according to the CIA itself, such instructions remain, you could see the abridged list below courtesy of the Business Insider. Now, you will laugh, you know, ruefully when you read this and then maybe you might shudder a little bit as you recognize how much of your own workplace and many others resemble this kind of dysfunctional mess that the OSS meticulously planned during
2: world war II. Now, this is very interesting. So this was
0: so I'm going to continue reading on this here in a minute, but what's interesting is that on Elon Musk, Facebook, uh, excuse me, Twitter page, He's the one that posted this on his channel or on his page and the heading of his post. So let's, let me get out of here for a second. Let me go back to something for a second. So this was posted. If you want to go reference this in his Twitter, what date was this? 203 AM March 5th, 2023. Now in it, Now, again, because I don't have Twitter, so I can't go back and look at this. Now, I I clicked on a Twitter link. It looks like it is at Twitter.com, Elon Musk. So this is definitely a a part of his page here. But again, he posted this March 5th, 2023, 2.03 a.m. with 33.8 million views. And this is what it says. He says, how to sabotage an organization. Okay, let's read it. It's just one page here from, you know, many, of course, in this guide. This is page 28, but this is interesting. General interference with organizations and
2: production. I want you guys to listen very carefully. There's a reason why I'm going over this. I've seen this
0: six out of eight tactics that I'm reading. I've seen six out of the eight of these being employed on a regular basis. I'm not going to say where, I'm not going to say when, how often, and for how long I've witnessed this, but I've seen this. And the reason I'm putting this information out is I want all of you who are part of your respectful state general general assembly, you need to pay attention to this. Take some notes, maybe grab a piece of paper and pen, write this down and start paying attention. General interference with organizations and production. Point number one, if you're trying to disrupt an organization and conferences, Number one, insist on doing everything through channels, and I use channels in quote, never permit shortcuts to be taken in order to expedite decisions. Point number two, make speeches, and I say that in quote, make speeches, talk as frequently as possible and at great length, illustrate your quote points. By long anecdotes and accounts of personal experiences, never hesitate to make a few in a, uh, make a few appropriate patriotic comments. Point number three. When possible, refer all matters to committees for further study and consideration. Attempt to make the committees as large as possible, never less than five. Now I'm not saying committees are bad because we all need committees to Uh, Take take on specific tasks, which, you know, not any one man or woman can do by themselves. It's always good to have committees. But when you're trying to make committees as large as possible, that's a problem. You don't need giant groups of people in a committee for something that may only need take, you know, might only need two people. You don't need to make it eight. Number four. Bring up irrelevant issues as frequently as possible. Oh, this one's my favorite because I see this crap take place all the time
2: in assembly meetings. And believe me, it gets called out. It gets called out. It gets called out. Believe me, it gets called out. Number five
0: haggle over precise wording of communications minutes and resolutions that's another one that is annoying look i'm all about making sure we have proper communication lines and that our minutes reflect properly and we have solid resolutions i am all for that what i'm not for is haggling over different little things in the minutia of the you know details if you will as long as it's taking place. For example, in the assembly, we just need to make sure that we don't go sine die. Okay. A lot of the things that we, that take place in a meeting, I'm not going to get into the details of it, but really technically speaking, all we really need to do is show up because again, we're in interim status. We just need to show up and be like, Okay. Is there any new business to talk about? Okay. We're, we're all still accounted for. All right. Great. All right. Well, next meeting is, uh, on this date at this time at this location, boom, so, you know, and then you adjourn. I mean, until we reach, you know, actual self-governing status on the active level and we're out of interim status out of, uh, you know, and we, we, cause we're in interregnum right now, but once we get out of interim status, really that's all it's needed but you know you got these people that want to bring up so much stupid
2: discussion and chatter and waste your time for 8 9 10 hours on end over the dumbest crap and yes i'm sure some people who i know
0: will hear this and they're probably thinking oh he must be talking about me well if you think that then yeah probably i'm probably addressing you America's coming back, baby, and we're getting rid of the saboteurs and the provocateurs
2: and the obfuscators and the infiltrators. You're gone. You are freaking gone, people. Number six. Refer back to matters decided upon
0: the last meeting and attempt to reopen the question of the advisability of that
2: decision. Mm Mm-hmm. Point number seven, advocate
0: caution. And I use the word caution in quotes. Be reasonable. I use that in quotes. And urge your fellow conferencees to be reasonable and avoid haste, which might result in embarrassments or difficulties later on. Yeah. Okay.
2: I've seen that one employed quite a bit too. Point number eight. Be worried about the propriety
0: of any decision. Raise the question of whether such action as is contemplated lies within the jurisdiction of the group or whether it might conflict with the policy of some higher echelon.
2: Well, 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 well. I see that one employed. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. So those were the eight points. Now, like I said, I find it
0: very peculiar that Elon Musk had posted that. He's probably very well familiar with it. Being he's the new owner of Twitter, he's probably seen those very same things employed on him in his organization. Now with managers, let me see here. Let me read something. See, with managers, it says, in making work assignments, always sign out the unimportant jobs first, see that important jobs are assigned to the inefficient workers, insist on perfect work and relatively unimportant products, send back for refinishing those which have the least flaw. You'll see managers often lower the morale and with it production. They try to be pleasant, but inefficient, you know, and and, and they basically try to create pleasant or they be pleasant to inefficient workers, which we all know that would definitely bring down morale. When you see managers being pleasant to inefficient, lackluster workers, and especially when you see those inefficient workers get undeserved
2: promotions, they hold conferences when there is no critical work to be done. Is any of this kind of starting to sound a little familiar with you guys? Do you see these tactics
0: employed anywhere in some of your lives that, uh, you know, wh- wherever you're at, whether it's, it's an assembly or in a corporate setting? Here's another one that managers will do. They'll multiply the procedures and clearances involved in issuing instructions, paychecks, and so
2: on, and see that three people have approve, have to approve everything where one would do. It's right. It's very very interesting. I see a lot of these tactics get employed. It's very frustrating. But that's not to say that it's not going to get taken care of. See, there's there are groups of people out there who claim to do things on the up and up
0: and on the righteous path and then what's really frustrating which really pisses me off if I'm going to be quite frank and honest with you guys especially when people use the name of Jesus Christ and and cuz this 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 gets on under my skin big time when people use the name of Jesus Christ and they'll say oh this is definitely not being used in the, you know, this is definitely not look, being looked upon favorably upon God. This is, this is, this is being done very
2: terribly in the representation of Jesus Christ. hmm To which I say, people need to really pay attention because... When people start doing these
0: things and claiming, you know, that there are many that, like I said, they claim to do things
2: righteous in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's not forget where it says in the book of Matthew, I can't remember what chapter it is, forgive me, but you guys will know what
0: I'm talking about
2: And I will declare to them, I never knew you, depart from me, you who practice lawlessness.
0: (sighs) Tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, I have been seeing some very interesting things take place but i am not really too worried because like i said when you're doing things on the right and the up and up and you're doing things legitimately on behalf of god and jesus christ and and for the you know the to the for the freeing of a nation like the assembly God's will will be done. God's will will always be done. You see, there's a thing that people always say in the assembly. If you have a problem with somebody or you have a a qualm with somebody, you need to bring about Matthew chapter 18, take it to the back fence. Talk about it with the person that you have an issue with to the back fence. I'm sure a lot of you have heard that, right? You've all heard that. Take it to the back fence and talk about it. But see, there comes a point where people need to realize that there is a thing called Matthew chapter 5. Jason, what are you talking about? What I'm talking about is Matthew chapter 5. I can't remember the exact verse. I think it's either 16 or 17. Forgive me. I don't have my Bible open. But basically, it talks about judge of man by the fruits of the labor. Huh? Judge a man by the fruits of the labor. And here's the other thing. Somebody made a very good point to me. Who's to say that a demon can't bring you to the back fence to try to talk things through? Remember that. Who's to say a demon can't bring you to the back fence to talk? I ain't going anywhere to any back fence with anybody because if Matthew chapter five doesn't resonate with me in that man or woman and your fruits are piss poor at best, you don't deserve an opportunity for me to take you to the back fence and have a talk to discuss what you have done wrong against me. I hope I make myself clear. I have had quite the interesting weekend and I tell you what, I've had quite the fight and I'm not going to get into it because it's, 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 well, it's business that can't be discussed. Bottom line is, I am not going to back down from people out there who like to claim that my discernment looks like it's struggling. Mm-mm. Let me tell you one thing there's nothing wrong with my discernment. Yes, I know there's a pause. I'm just sitting here thinking what I want to say next. There is nothing wrong with my discernment. You see, I've prayed to God over a lot of difficult decisions. I've prayed to God and asked him to give me clarity on specific people, specific situations, specific scenarios that I've gotten myself placed into. And I've had to stand up and and speak against some of these individuals, we'll just call them. And I tell you what, if it wasn't for God and the Holy Spirit keeping me calm internally, man, old Jason would fly off the handle on his people. I'm telling you. My wife saw what she saw. She knows. She witnessed some of this nonsense. Again, I wish I could elaborate more, but again, I can't. I know some of you out there in other states are dealing with the same issues. I know. The same issues. And so, with all that said... It will always be taken care of. It will always be discussed and it will always be sorted out without a doubt. Because this stuff can't, this stuff can't take place. This stuff cannot carry on. Like I said, God will always have his way. God's will will be done, and things will be taken care of. There is no doubt, no doubt at all. On a whole other note, we did have a very special guest come down from Alaska down to Michigan. That was interesting. It was good to meet Destry. That was the first time I got to meet him face to face. That was uh, quite the treat. But yeah, I thought that was very well well worth the read. Like I said, that Elon Musk, when he posted that on his Twitter, I was like, wow, that was very interesting. How to... Disrupt an organization. I thought that was very interesting when he posted that. So I felt like it was very important to share with you guys. So anyway. What time is it? A eh, little after four or a little after eight, 804. We're going to end this with a prayer. So Heavenly Father, I want to say thank you for another day of life and good health. Thank you for all the many blessings that you bring to us. Truly, thank you. We thank you for the gift of companionship. Thank you for our home. Thank you for all the little things that we often take for granted and we kind of forget about it, you know, little things. We appreciate all that you do, all that you provide. We glorify you in every single thing, little and large, little and large. We can't forget the little things, and I know sometimes when bad things occur in our life, and when I say bad things, things that in our mind, in in our perception seem to be a little bit of misfortune, we have to sometimes sit back and remember, like, there might be a good reason for that, and so sometimes we just need to sit back and be patient and just kind of wait to see what what that situation or that event's going to come about, what that's going to bring. We need to remember that. We thank you for all that you do. We thank you for all that you give and in the path you put us on. Thank you for giving us the fight that's needed and necessary to do what's right. We ask that the Holy Spirit guide each and every one of us, help guide our thoughts, help guide our words, our actions. And we just pray that everything that we do falls in divine alignment with your will. We pray all of this in your holy son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. I do appreciate you guys being here. And again, the reason I didn't, uh, <laughs> I got a little behind the eight ball today. Like I said, I was going to do two shows, but then realized, I'm like, wait a minute. I did a show yesterday morning because yesterday I wasn't going to do a show because it was a state meeting. And I was like, well, I'll do one, you know, that day on Saturday. So then I can kind of, you know, sleep in a little bit on Sunday. But then I got into the evening after we picked up our daughter. I was like, I'll do two shows. And then I realized, oh, crap, I totally didn't realize what time it was because half my clocks in my house were still wrong. I'm like, crap, here I'm thinking the whole time. I got an extra hour to play with. And then I get on my computer scheduling these shows one for seven, one for seven 30. And I was like, Oh, like, wait a minute, six 30. Like, oh crap, this ain't happening. And so I was like, shoot. So I kind of really completely messed myself up and confused myself with the time. I'm like, oops, but tomorrow we will be back at 7. PM. Eastern standard time. <laughs> uh, Hopefully I won't have any confusion tomorrow with that. And like I said, if you're, Wanting to see the clout hub uh video stream. I am streaming at the same time as I do Podbean. Um, if you try to listen to Podbean at the same time as Clout Hub, I, I don't know how that works because you got two different sounds from two different places. One of them's delayed, one of them's not. So, you know, it's kind of like an either or. I will say this. I don't really, you know, chat much on the clout hub thing. In fact, it doesn't seem like many people are over there, anyways, because again, it's still so new. Um, but If you do care to see the live video stream, that's over there too. So, but uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, this is interesting. So let me cover this real quick and then I'll be done. Let me go to my email. This is actually pretty interesting. Let me see here. So as you know, I follow a... Excuse me. I follow a guy by the name of Bix Weir. You guys, some of you have heard of him, especially if you're silver bugs and you collect silver and stack silver, right? So let me see. Since Friday, what are we in? We're in Sunday. So since Friday, I've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight emails since Friday from Bix Weir. Um, has any, have any of you heard, <laughs> um, what's happening with the Silicon, uh, Silicon Valley bank? This is interesting. Uh, Rietta says, yes. Nancy says, yes. So, okay. First email on Friday. Bix Weir says in his email, it's time. We are ready. In January 2008, Bear Stearns had 18 billion. Hold on, let me adjust the lighting on my phone here. Had 18 billion in assets and failed on March 16th, starting a banking crash that culminated in 800 billion in bank bailouts by September 2008. Now the US banks hold 200 trillion in derivatives and it looks like Silicon Valley Bank with 212 billion in assets will not last the weekend. It's Bear Stearns times 10. Make your final silver purchases today. Note, YouTube banned this video, so I posted it on Rumble. All right, next email. Alert. This is in the subject line. Alert. Silicon Valley Bank has failed. 152 billion uninsured deposits destroy Silicon Valley. Bang. Here's the body of the email. Very short and simple. Silicon Valley Bank didn't even make it to the weak and much less through it. There is no stopping the collapse now. It's just a matter of time for the 18,400 regional banks to suffer the same fate. Buy physical silver and sit on the sidelines. All right. That's email number two. Now those two were from Friday. Now yesterday, here's the next one. Urgent alert about the US the USDC and other stable coins. He says, "Hi all, with the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, we will see the collapse of many other many of their customers. SBV was one of six banks" Excuse me, they, they got the uh, acronym wrong. SVB, Silicon Valley Bank, was one of six banks that were supposedly holding the assets of the crypto stable coin USDC. Those assets are now no longer available and will likely not be available in the future, at least not in the quantity that it was guaranteed by the USDC. If you've been on the road to Ruta long enough, you know to stay away from all third-party asset holders. But I just wanted to share this message for our friends over at Caleb and Brown. Now is the time to sit on the sidelines and watch the show. All right, that was an email from yesterday. Here's the second out of three emails from yesterday. Here's the next one. Alert! Gold and silver money coming. Now, just keep in mind, these eight emails in three days since Friday... That's really not normal. He doesn't really put that much crap, that, that many videos, and that, may, or I should say that many emails and videos in this short a time span. Very, very interesting. He's been following this for quite some time. So this is what it says. Silicon Valley Bank crashed in a matter of 36 hours, and there are thousands of banks that have the very same assets in their investment portfolio. Borrow cheap short-term money and lend on long-term projects. Poof, gone. Here's the third email from yesterday. Private road emergency update number two. Financial ignorance is off the charts. The Fed is in a bind. Either they do something drastic by monday morning or let the shit hit the fan it's a toss-up in my book if they announce something to fix a system they claim is in good shape it sends a very bad message but if they do nothing and let hundreds of depositors businesses and banks lose massive amounts of money that they didn't even know was at risk it could spook the markets even more (laughs) yes it would and now the two or the three emails from today. The first one was from 12:37 p.m. that I received. Silver alert. Bank runs have started. Chicken Little was right by silver. Here's the body of the email. I was 23 years early, but that's much much better than being 1 minute late. Bank runs have already started and not just at Silicon Valley Bank. There are 18,400 regional banks that will likely close their doors by the end of the month. Chicken Little has spoken says, if you have money in the bank, you may want to think about a final silver purchase, but be careful. These are the times that when you order silver, it is backlogged after you order. So be cautious with that. Here's a second email at 224 I received today. Silver alert, physical silver update. Where will the billionaires put money now? The world is running out of places to store their wealth. The Mega Rich Billionaire Club has has to move assets out of the global banking system and fast. Silver and gold are the safest alternatives to cash. Hang on tight. And then the last email. Alert. Fed vows bank bailouts for any amount. $600 per ounce silver will destroy their plans. Wow. Wow. The Fed just promised to bail out every bank deposit in any amount forever. Goodbye, FDIC insurance. You are no longer needed. Yahoo! Free money for Wall Street. Now the Dems will want free money for Main Street. Peak insanity has hit. Here's my private road. Take on what this all means. And then there's a video, of course. That's, you know, if you subscribe to his private road to Ruta uh, membership you you know gives you access to those particular videos, so that's very interesting, ladies and gentlemen. Now remember, I am not a investment advisor. I am not somebody that you should take your uh, financial advice from. But I'm going to tell you what Jason Jones does. We stack silver. We also hold cash. We also have guns and lots of ammo. just in case anybody wants to get cute and try to do unlawful things. I'm not telling you what to do, but at the bare minimum, get some cash on hand in case your bank does shut down so you can at least go pay cash for food. Get a little silver. I don't know about ordering online. I've never been a big fan of ordering anything online unless I absolutely had to. I like to go somewhere local so I can go get it now. And so I know what I'm getting right then. I hate ordering online. I think ordering online is the dumbest thing ever. That's just me. Patriot Beagle is just saying Signature Bank is the latest, I think. Oscar says, time for the clown show or amateur hour. Richardson Judo says, huh? Crypto? Gee, who saw that coming? <laughs> That's no kidding. <laughs> Rocky raccoon says all bitcoins are going to be in trouble. Yep. Rietta has a little popcorn emoji with a movie thing, a uh, movie camera and a, you know, action, you know, take, take, take one, one of those clicky things, whatever you call them for scenes, right? Patriot Beagle says silver is money on telegram is good to follow as well. Yeah. I'm on that channel as that a good channel with John Perez. Um, definitely go check that channel out because you get a lot of information about what's going on in the silver world. Um, Rietta just said, my heart goes out to those who are innocent in in this and will get hurt. Oscar says, EM broadcast next. Emergency. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Right. Mer- emergency broadcast next day. Eh? That'd be great. I'm waiting for it, baby. And yeah, Patriot Beagle said the same thing that I said. Find a local dealer that may still have some inventory if you're lucky. Yeah, that's no kidding either. And listen, that's not that's not, that's not not an exaggeratory statement that he's making right there, Patriot Beagle's making. Because uh, even a year, year and a half ago when crap was getting kind of a little cray cray out there in, in the markets, um, it was hard for some of the local dealers to really keep anything on hand. Like I had to call in advance to my, I have two local dealers that my wife and I use. I've had to call both of them in advance, I'm like, hey, like, do you got enough for this amount of silver? To be purchased, I'm not going to tell you that amount, of course, but you know, they'd look at their inventory and be like, Yeah, I think I can release that much to you at one time. All right, cool. I'll be down there with cash.
2: So be, be,
0: be diligent, folks. Be careful. Get some cash on hand get some extra food on hand. Again, I'm not going to sit here and say, Hey, Oh my God. Oh, the sky's falling. No, no. I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. I don't know what the end of the month of March is going to bring. I truly, I tr- you know how many times I've heard this now, but here's what I do know. When you see videos of people lining up at Silicon Valley bank, I mean, in long lines, uh, that's a little troubling. You know, that's that's definitely a little troubling. So whatever is going to happen is going to happen. Just here's what I'm going to just caution you on no matter what, whether if we're in a financial crisis or not, or on the verge of a system collapse, I, I don't know, even when you're in just peaceful times, it's not a bad idea, folks, to always have some cash on hand and have some silver on hand, have some ammo and guns on hand and some extra store reserves on hand. Seriously, it's not going to hurt to have a little extra somewhere in your possession. Yeah, like Rietta said, food and water, it's not going to hurt you. All you're doing is just strengthening your position in the off chance some anomaly occurs. I'm just saying you can do what you want i'm not going to sit here and put fear in your in your mind and say oh my god everything's going to crash tomorrow or at the end of the month i don't know i read what i read but i don't know for sure we'll see here's what i do know you know what i will tell you lay your faith in god and christ he god will supply all things God will give the resources that are needed for you to take care of you and your family. Yeah, like Rietta said, faith over fear. So fear not. That's it. Fear not. All right, ladies and gentlemen. With that, I just want to push this little button because I like it.
1: Always remember, if you ain't first, you're last.
0: (laughs) If you ain't first. You're last and remember, be polite. Don't be rude. That's right. Don't be rude. That's right. Just be polite. Okay. And if they're not polite and they want to, you know, people want to get in your face and, you know, they want to tell you you're wrong and, and you're a conspiracy theorist, that's when you just, you know, bust right out. You are fake news. That's right. Go ahead. That's right. You're fake news. You go ahead, go ahead. All right, ladies and gentlemen, remember, we're here at His Heart Line, we are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. The enemy has crossed the line for the last time. Okay? The enemy has crossed that line for the last time. We will not let them cross over anymore. It is time that we push back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, have an excellent day have an excellent night wherever you're at in the world god bless we'll be back here tomorrow for another episode of his hard line god bless donald trump told the american people we will have a new government controlled by the people well you just found it with the national assembly how many of you have figured it out yet that trump was the last president of the 1871 contracted united states corporation The United States is dissolved and being dismantled before your very eyes. D.C. is empty. We have control over the military. We have a new government interregnum. Donald Trump told all Americans we will have a new government controlled by the people. We are it. And we need you involved. The sooner we have our states assembled, the sooner this show will end and we can return to a better life than we ever had.
2: allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God,
1: indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people, the people, the people, the people. Four years ago, I came to Washington as the only true outsider ever to win the presidency. I ran for president because I knew there were towering new summits for America just waiting to be scaled. I knew the potential for our nation was boundless as long as we put America first. America first. America first. America first.
0: We the people, therefore, the representatives and senators of these United States of America in general Congress assembled, appealing to the Supreme Judge of the world, our creator and giver of the supreme law, ask for a blessing for the rectitude of our intentions due in the name and by authority of the good people of the United States of America. Solemnly publish and declare that these United States in perpetual union are, and by right of self-determination, free and independent states, with all sovereignty retained with and by we the people that we the people dissolve all allegiance to the corporate United States and that all political connection between we the people and the corporate United States is fully dissolved and that as a free and independent state we the people have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things independent states by right of self-determination decide to engage in. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence,
1: we mutually
0: pledge to each other as a sacred covenant between we the people local to the United States of America and the almighty creator, our support And protection of the Magna Carta, Mayflower Compact, Articles of Confederation, Bill of Rights, Constitution, Northwest Ordinance, Life, Liberty, Prosperity, and Equal Justice for All, for
1: All, for All, for All. We have reasserted the sacred idea that in America, the government answers to the people. We are all made equal by God. Everyone is entitled to be treated with respect, to have their voice heard, and to have their government listen. You are loyal to your country, and my administration was always loyal to you. I fought for you. I fought for your family. I fought for our country. Above all, I fought for America, and all it stands for. And that is safe, strong, proud, and free.
0: So patriots. Time is important and time is short, but time is not to be considered. The reassembly of our nation can happen and we can all work together to accomplish the reclaiming of our nation, but it can only happen with each state working to reassemble their own state and then committing to the action step of reseeding their national body politic. These actions can be defined and completed with the assistance of each state working together with the focus on reassembling the republic form of governance in each each state.
1: The greatest danger we face is a loss of confidence in ourselves, a loss of confidence in our national greatness. A nation is only as strong as its spirit. We are only as dynamic as our pride. We are only as vibrant as the faith that beats in the hearts of our people. I will always fight for you. I will be watching. I will be listening. And I will tell you that the future of this country has never been better, and I couldn't have done it without you. So just a goodbye. We love you. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. I go from this majestic place with a loyal and joyful heart, an optimistic spirit, and a supreme confidence that, for our country and for our children, the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. I want you to know that the movement we started is only just beginning. There's never been anything like it. The belief that a nation must serve its citizens will not dwindle, but instead only grow stronger by the day. As long as the American people hold in their hearts deep and devoted love of country, then there is nothing that this nation cannot achieve. Our communities will flourish. Our people will be prosperous. Our traditions will be cherished. Our faith will be strong. And our future will be brighter than ever before. And our future will be brighter than ever before. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come.
0: To find out more about how to become involved in the National Assembly, please visit www.national-assembly.net. That's wwwnational assembly.net Every Thursday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern Time we have a national conference call which you can join in as a guest find out who's in your state that's active there's a Q&A and you can find that information on how to call in at the website also do not forget to look into the forums as that is the central point of all of our educational sources and our original founding documents Again, it's www.national-assembly.net. This is the only way we restore America's republic is by reseating the seats that were left vacant back in 1861 by we the people and return back to self-governance once again, as Donald Trump has always stated. God bless.
2: This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back.